You're listening to the Everyday Astrology Podcast. I'm Hilary Scott, your astrologer, and this is the forecast for the week of April 17th, 2023. So we are in spring in the Northern Hemisphere, and it is about to begin the eclipse season. So when the eclipse are occurring, they happen twice a year. I consider them to be portals of change because they usher in new experiences, new people, new situations that we need to experience. It can bring us to new jobs and it can also bring new relationships, but it can also equally take relationships and situations away. So it depends on where we're at and what we need and depending on our life transits and the age that we're at while those transits are occurring. All this, of course, has to do with whether it'll affect you personally. And it's good to have a look at where you have Aries in your chart. And it is at the ending of Aries that this eclipse is happening on the new moon and it's a total solar eclipse. So it's very interesting. Um, I imagine that you will be already feeling it. It's a pretty intense energy. It can bring up our fears and things that we're trying to avoid and the truth that maybe we already know that we don't want to admit that can happen. It is interesting. This new moon will be conjunct Jupiter. So Jupiter is super buoyant and fortunate, but it can also expand situations. So it depends on what is going on in your life at the time to really understand how Jupiter is going to be affecting you personally. But astrology really is a very observational. So just keeping an eye and keeping track of what goes on in your life, it's super helpful to pay attention to the transits of the moon because that will help you. The moon will trigger other transits in your chart. It'll help you get a feel for your own reaction to the cosmos, essentially. It's very interesting to keep track of it. This new moon in Aries is the second new moon that we've had. So there's like definitely new beginnings going on, big energetic shifts in new directions. And Aries is very like it's the first sign of the zodiac. So it's very much about like, I'm going this way. Let's do it. I'm out of here. Like very just itself. It doesn't need to think about consequences because it's beginning. It doesn't want to think about that. So it's a very, it'll help you, this Aries energy, to become who you really are, or to at least in the very least connect with the real you and what's real for you. The same day that we have this new moon, there's also a con- or a square to, a conjunction to Jupiter and a square to Pluto. Now, moon square Pluto is tricky energy. It can, you know, Pluto is often difficult energy for us because it's always, it's the soul's evolution. And depending on what you need to integrate and change in your life is kind of how you'll react to it. So if you've been leaning into change and been trying to adapt to new situations, it can be helpful to you. But if you've resisted or you don't want to look at something or you're you know, just kind of pretending not to know what you know, Pluto can be pretty harsh and like shake up reality in a difficult way. With the moon squaring Pluto, it makes me think of like emotional material that needs to be processed, maybe things related to your mom because it's Pluto is the, or the moon is mother energy and emotional energy. So it could be there's this transformation Pluto that needs to occur, but your emotional body 
is resisting that in some way. You're, you're like not ready to let go or Pluto will often have us sacrifice something. We need to sacrifice this in order to achieve that. And it's not always easy. So see what comes up for you. You never know. It could be, I find often, I'm often will be like, oh God, a square. I don't want to deal with a square. But oftentimes a square, I'll end up getting so much work done and like really powering through difficult things that I've been avoiding. So I've learned to appreciate squaring energy as an impetus or something that's like just it's it's so powerfully irritating that you have to do something to change it. So that's a going on with this new moon. New moons are always there to help us kind of set the intention for the month ahead and usher in new change, new situations, because life is just constantly changing. It, it really is. That's the one thing you can count on is change. So with the new moon, it's really wonderful, especially in Aries new moon. It's the beginning of the astrological year. And it's a great time to plant those seeds for what you want to create in your life. It's very powerful. So do take note, write in your journal, do some kind of like something to mark and proclaim what you want to create in your world. And this new moon in Aries energy should help you do that and should help you be very brave too. It might not feel emotionally comfortable. You might feel challenged in some way or like you've got to do it, but you've got stage fright and you're scared and you don't you know, you'd rather just turtle and not have to do it, but really you got to do it because change is the only thing you can count on. And if you keep allowing change to occur, then you can change life in such a way to bring it closer to how you want your reality to be. So think of it that way. It might be tricky, but it's definitely worth the energy. The new moon is really, it can be like an emotional time, just like the full moon, but it is often a great time to seed your reality. Do a collage or a piece of art, write it down. Just make sure you can keep track of what you're creating because you'll give yourself more confidence in your ability to help manifest reality that you're interested in creating in your life. The sun goes into Taurus the next day after the new moon, and Taurus really isn't into change. It is a very happy to stay the same energy. It likes to eat the same foods over and over again and do the same activities and watch the same shows. And it's it, it's just kind of happy with the status quo, happy maintaining things as they are. It doesn't need to be constantly changing and rearranging and fixing. It's it, just not into that. So though we've got this impetus to change, the sun will slide into Taurus and we might be like, oh, I'm just happy eating bonbons and smelling the fresh air and watching the bees bumble around. So you never know. You, you might respond kind of like, I got to change, but now I just don't feel like it. But we do have kind of a difficult energy between the sun squaring Pluto. So the sun is in Taurus coming the 20th on Thursday, and then it will be squaring Pluto in Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is like, yeah, let's do it. Let's change. Let's be different and interesting and, you know, move into the future and let's manifest our genius ideas. And Taurus, like I just explained, is totally not into that. Not interested. It's just a lot of rigmarole. You probably won't be comfortable. Probably like, you know, just be in difficult situations when if you stay the same, you basically have control over everything you're experiencing. Mostly, sometimes, until you don't. With the sun squaring Pluto, 
your identity is like, I got to change. Things need to change. I need to grow. And Pluto is like, yes, let's do it. But there's work involved. And there's, it, it can also, it can affect the world stage, players on the world stage. Leaders of countries are often affected during eclipses. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on different leaders, see what's going on in different countries, because there's definitely change afoot. It should be actually quite interesting what we've got going on. We do also have the moon sextiling Saturn and Mars on Thursday, which should soften everything, especially if you, because like, it's hard still, you've got to work, there's things you've got to do, there's uncomfortable situations to deal with. But if you put in the work, there's going to be great rewards and you'll be able to see the fruits of your labor and feel like, oh, it was worth it. It was hard and it was difficult and, well, hard and difficult, the same word, I know. Difficult is actually kind of a better rendition of it though. So it's difficult, but we've got to put in the effort and it's worth it in the end. And in the end, all's well that ends well. Also this week, we have Mercury going retrograde and it's conjunct the moon when it goes retrograde and as well conjunct Uranus. So it's like a wild card energy, sextiling, which is a fortunate thing. Do a little work, lean in a little bit of elbow grease and you should be able to get what you need from the situation. Neptune helps kind of bring our dreams come true too. So you definitely don't want to think little, you want to think bigger and just know that it's it's a time where whatever you work for, you're going to be fortunate. Mercury goes retrograde sometimes three times a year, maybe four times depending on the year. And it they say that it coincides to our sleep cycle. So we sleep about 30% of our lives and Mercury spends about 30% retrograde, 30% of the time. And Mercury rules our thoughts, our communications, anything to do with um, connecting, frequencies. It has to do with um, like technology, all kinds of different technology and especially technology used for communicating. So one of the things that we know is that when Mercury is retrograde, we're not getting all of the information that we need. Like there's something missing. We can't quite see it all. So it's good not to just charge ahead and, you know, just try and force things. That's not a good idea. It's not even really good to travel when Mercury is retrograde. What is good is reviewing, redoing, reorganizing, reworking, relaxing, you know, all the re-words, like when you're looking back and, and going over things are very much supported with Mercury retrograde. This particular Mercury retrograde with the moon conjunct and also conjunct Uranus, there's like wild card information coming out. Uranus is about truth and shocking and, and you know, way showing and the fringe minority. It's out on the edges and the outskirts of things trying to show what's going on and pointing things out and leading the way into a new future. So I, I have a feeling that maybe our, our minds will be challenged with information during this Mercury retrograde. Maybe we'll start reviewing what went on in society in the last, because it's so close to this new moon solar eclipse. Maybe we're going to be like looking back and seeing the way things were done weren't how they should have been done. Maybe information coming up about that sort of um, any sort of mistakes made or situations handled wrongly 
can be brought up. Maybe if there's information that's being hidden, that can come to light. Also, if you lose things, Mercury retrograde will, will often bring them back to you. And also old relationships too, or people that have you've fell, fallen out of touch with, people that you've lost contact with can come back in Mercury retrograde. But often it's, a t it's like they're not there because it's meant to be or anything like that necessarily, but there is something that needs finishing or sorting or filing and and ending so that you can move forward with all the parts of yourself going in one direction. You got to call back all the parts of yourself and that will help make you clear about what you're doing and where you're going and why you're doing it. So this Mercury retrograde gives you a good chance to think about all of that and figure out what you really do want to create. On the Sunday, Mercury, which is the 23rd, Mercury will be sextile Mars, which gives you a lot of energy mentally. It will help you kind of move forward with your thinking, fire up your ideas, give you like confidence and understanding about what you're doing. It's really nice energy. And the moon will also be conjuncting Venus that day. So Sunday is a great day to communicate whatever you need to communicate. Maybe it's you that reaches back into the past to communicate something to someone or maybe someone does reach out to you, but it'll be a good day to smooth all that over. And then remember, this new moon or the solar eclipse is happening on the 19th, but then it occurs again two weeks later. We have a lunar eclipse, which is the 5th of May. And that is kind of the, the bookend of this particular portal. And it can be also pretty powerful. So this next two weeks, keep an eye on things. See what's going on. If opportunities come up, maybe you need to take them. There's something going on for you and you might want to jump on board. Just be aware and, and be, it's always good. Like we're like eyes on the ground, figuring out how this all works because it is all still very much a mystery and tapping into the frequencies of astrology helps us to navigate this mystery but we also have to be on the lookout ourselves right like don't just you know take what i'm saying but look for yourself and 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 watch and take note because that will build you sort of a, a confidence with what you're seeing and what's going on in the cosmos and help you navigate in a much more clear certain focused way which helps you feel comfortable and relaxed and certain and it's lovely may 6 2023 just a few weeks away we still have some spots left for i think there's two spots available for our workshop chiron calling connecting your astrological chart through your chiron in your birth chart to see what your potential is and what power you might be still yet to discover in yourself, then consider inquiring about this because it's a pretty cool opportunity. And I'm very excited to be holding this with my sister. So to help you get in touch with your inner power through your connection and communication with horses. In Isoyus, BC, it's super exciting. I hope that... You might be in the area, or if you know somebody in the Okanagan who can get there quite easily, that would be great. I'll leave information in the show notes because it is a pretty special experience. We will be doing more workshops. We don't have dates set yet, but if you feel like connecting with the horses, and please do be in contact and let me know if you might be interested or also if you could be interested in any future dates. That is what I've got for you for this week. I hope it's helpful and that you're able to make your wishes and utilize this portal that we've coming up. Thank you so much for listening. Many blessings.